0: Hey everybody, just driving home. Figured I'd give a drive home, totally raw feelings podcast here. I guess I'll start with the positives. What an absolute glorious day in Fort Collins. I mean, if you guys are hesitant to get to game day because the football isn't that good you're missing out man I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast but I posted it on the message boards my daughter goes to Missouri she's a freshman there visited her two weeks ago for sorority dad's weekend and um, going back there actually next weekend as well for homecoming but Mizzou was playing Georgia. So, massive game. You're playing the number 1 team in the country. And I I mean, I was I Mizzou's campus is super nice. It's a really great place. Columbia's a nice town. Don't get me wrong, there's some rougher parts of it, but it is a cool campus. But I got to say, man, CSU's game day experience CSU's tailgating scene it blows away Missouri an SEC team an SEC school with a lot of history tradition with the number one team in the country there today absolutely blew away the scene that I witnessed two weeks ago against Georgia it is an amazing, beautiful experience on campus. The tailgating is exceptional. The school has done such a good job creating a an amazing game day atmosphere. With you know, we uh, we tailgate right in the middle, uh, alongside Hughes Way, I guess it is. Um, what is it? A couple. Couple dorms, so I I went to Ingersoll. So what does it go? Ingersoll, Newsome, uh, and then there's the newer dorm. We're right across the newer dorm. We're right by the the bathroom complex that they have there in the middle of the intramural Fields. It's right where the stage is that they have uh, the the bands come and play. It's right next to where the Alumni Association tailgate is. There's the new Ram Town is right across from us. The Bus drops the team off right there to start the Ram Walk. It is an exceptional. So you got all the green. There were so many people out there today, and I saw so many friends and um, you know people I haven't seen in a long time because they're all back for homecoming, and which is the exact reason you have a homecoming. It brings people back to campus, and it was it was amazing. It was a top notch experience. The day was perfect. Um, everything about the day was exceptional. Of course, you have the sentiment, which I, I mean, this is the way it's been for way too many years. But the game is always the, the worst part of the day for me. It, it's been that way for way too long because the, the product on the field has stunk for really a really long time, unacceptable amount of time. But I was really excited about today's game I was really excited to see how this team would come out after uh, pulling out a win, their first win in 11 games. Um, and the team came to play; like they, the atmosphere in the stadium was way better than we've experienced in a long time as well. The fans were into it. The students came. The alumni were there. The stadium had what? I don't know I haven't seen so this is gonna to be totally raw. I haven't seen stats, I haven't seen anything, I have no idea what the official attendance was, but I'm guessing thirty-five thousand. It was a great crowd and they were into it. The 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 players were into it. I sit right about the thirty-five yard line first row. The players I haven't seen that kind of enthusiasm and excitement about playing ball for a long time. So this team's This team is enjoying playing. I I think this team is... They are more cohesive than they have been in previous weeks because of all the departures and whatnot. But this team was fired up. They wanted to win. And they competed. And especially the defense, again, came to play. They gave us every chance in the world to win this game. And I, I was really impressed... And I know the offense just is so damn frustrating. I'm so frustrated by this offense. What makes no sense to me? You have a hundred-yard rusher, and and I heard this on the way home as I'm leaving the stadium. But Avery Morrow became the what? It was like the first time in like th- three years or something like that that CCU has had a rusher that has had back-to-back 100-yard games. How inexcusable and pathetic is that? So, kudos to Avery Morrow for having another good game. Um, Giles Pooler, I thought, gave us a chance to win this game. He made one mistake today. I mean, he made a couple errant throws. A couple throws that could have been a little bit better. But that guy... He did, enough. he did enough to get us a win today. I mean, he really did. He had way too many drops, way too many. He, he put the ball up several times. Torrey Horton, as good as the guy is, he had a rough game, man. He could not. I. You hear this sometimes with a left-handed quarterback, that the ball comes out a little bit different, a little different spin. We saw some drops tonight that changed the game. I mean there were some passes and, and there were some contested passes. I'm not gonna say that it should have, that some of these should have been caught, but there were some that could have been caught. And you gotta you gotta come away with a couple of those. Justice Ross Simmons. I mean these balls were put in the breadbasket and yes they were contested, but our receivers just did not come and make a big play. Not one real big play tonight. And we had a, a nice catch by Peter Montini, the fourth, (laughs) number 44, looked like Sean Moran, had a wideout position. It was incredible to see that. And he made a couple catches, I believe. Um, At least one that was a big first down. But um, our stud wide receivers, whether it be Torrey Horton or the younger, taller prototype type of receivers, they just could not make a big play. They just did not – couple – we got bailed on a couple of pass interferences, which you got to give credit to the receiver for getting there and and Giles for putting it on him. But Giles made so many good passes tonight. He was night and day different from what we saw last week. And I don't want to knock Braden Fowler, Nicolosi. He's a true freshman playing in his first game at this level. He was just not ready for the moment. Giles Puller was. He stood in the pocket. He did not, uh, he protected the ball in the pocket. He took some hits, did not fumble um, until the one errant pass. that was deep, threw a pick uh, that was returned for a touchdown, thankfully called back, didn't matter anyway. But um, aside from that, he played a pretty clean game. He should have had way better numbers than his, I don't even know what his numbers were. I don't have his stats in front of me. But whatever his stats were, should have been better. Because he put the ball on the numbers multiple times, and uh, we our receivers just did not stack up today. I don't know what it was. I, I gotta believe there must have been just something about the the release, the coming out of a left-hander's hand. Something was something was off. Our receivers just could not come up with a big play all night. Uh, offensive line regressed. Dante Keys had a rough game. I, I mean, I don't know what his, st- what you know, how many penalties he penalties he had, but it wasn't good. Um, gave up a couple sacks, gave up a couple penalties. He had a holding. He had a f- uh, false start. Way too many false starts. I don't know how many. Uh, how I don't know how many penalties we had, but it was way too many. Um, in key situations, anyway. You know, this team has a knack for just making untimely mistakes um, I don't know what it's going to take for Patty Turner to figure out how to punt the ball but our special teams coach got in his face a little bit after one of the punts you know it was he he, he kind of gave him a, some, some verbal beat down walked away then came back gave him a little pat gave him a little love but Patty Turner is killing us, man. He has got to be able to flip the field more than he does. When you have a three and out, man, Ryan Stonehouse used to change the game by booting the ball freaking 60 yards and pinning a team deep. But when Patty Turner comes in, man, and he hits his little freaking snap duck hook, whatever that thing is, is... Half rugby style punt, and it just takes a bad bounce and dies. Sounds like a n- wet newspaper coming off his foot. It's just not, I mean, this team needs a punter who's going to change the field position. Uh, I thought our defense, it's tough to knock the defense. The defense kept us in the game all night. Uh, they forced a turnover. Here's a key situation, man. Uh, what's the kid's name? Number 81, Olsen. Can't even tell you where he came from right now on my drive home. Well, what a freaking great block punt. He blocks his punt. The ball is rolling around. I don't know who went to get the ball. We didn't have a clean scoop. But then... We came and just flopped on the ball. And I don't understand that. Have the sense, have the presence to know it's going to be your ball no matter what. You don't need to just hop on the ball there. Try to rumble that thing into the end zone. You know your offense is struggling. You got to do everything you can to score there on special teams. And I don't know who that was who jumped on it and just flopped on the ball, but that was a mistake. We land on the ball, what, It's a 20-yard line. We barely move the ball. And what do we freaking do? Three and out and a missed goddamn freaking field goal. You can't miss that field goal. Come on, Michael. You got the greatest hair in the freaking conference. To make a goddamn field goal. So that was frustrating. You have a freaking turnover... Early in the game where we bat the ball, freaking hit hit the quarterback. The ball goes up in the air, and I believe it was Mo Kamara who came down with it, and he rumbles. We can't get it. Uh, I don't know. We got about to the 20. I don't think we scored. A, we had a first down there. We had to settle for a field goal. So We had two freaking big plays in the red zone, the defensive red zone, that gave us the ball at about the 20-yard line and we had a total of three points out of both of those. Inex freaking excusable. 13 points on offense today. Three points last week. This team is so freaking bad. Here's what's pissing me off. I think... I think as much as we all want to see this offense do something, we're all like... Ready ready to see them like at least, at least make an effort to freaking drive and score the and score, but I don't believe that our coaches have any confidence in the offense. They play very conservative. So now they're third and multiple third and long, you know, third and tens that we just ran the ball today. I think Jay Norvell is just trying to manage games and not put us in a situation where we make a mistake there but at some point you're gonna have to show that you trust your team i would have trusted giles puller man the guy was a gamer tonight i would have put the ball i would have let him throw he made some great throws tonight he set his feet he stayed in the pocket under pressure uh he delivered some great passes i'm just so disappointed in our receiving core that they did not make more plays tonight for him really disappointing really disappointing but I will say the, the energy that I saw from the team, the life that I saw from the team, the fight that I saw from the team was great. I think we're getting to the point where they're, gonna start, they're, they're starting to put together more of an entertaining product. The offense stinks. There's no doubt about it. It is pathetic. It is not a Division One offense. It's, it's so bad. It's so frustrating. That we were all expecting this offense that would put up some points this year, and I mean, I uh, just top of my head, what do we average? 14 points a game. It's awful. It is a absolutely horrible offensive product that we're being subjected to. And um, here's what's really frustrating. You had Utah State on the ropes. We're up ten to seven. Their quarterback is limping all over the place, and he was a gamer. He made some big runs on us, made some good passes. Uh, but we were containing him. And the guy the guy gets hurt. And they gotta they, they go to their fourth string quarterback. Fourth string quarterback. We're up ten to seven. We can't come out with a win. Because our offense, I believe, had something like 67 yards in the second half. Gentlemen, freaking come to play. God dang it. Come to play on offense. Somebody freaking step up. That's what pisses me off. Our wide receivers had so many chances to break this game open, and we just not one guy, not one guy could make a big play. Just doinking off the shoulder pad, not you know. We're just not high pointing a ball, letting the defenders get in there. We just not not one guy. I don't. Did Torrey Horton have a catch tonight? I'm not sure that he did. That's incredible. It's absolutely incredible and inexcusable. If that, if I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Uh, I will say it was sure nice to get to the third quarter and have the canvas chaos because for for I don't know three years now that they've been doing this two years whatever it's been there hasn't been one single canvas chaos where there's been more than 5,000 people in the stands and I've been there for every single one of them and it's just like put your head down and this is embarrassing they're doing this really cool canvas chaos thing and there's nobody here and there's no life and nobody cares about it <coughs> today we had a I mean the crowd was still probably three quarters of what it was at the beginning of the game and it was awesome it was cool to have the game still in the balance, it was cool to still have a good crowd, it was cool to have people and appreciate the canvas chaos that was cool, it was awesome there's so many things that are in place for CSU to have big time athletics, big time football um Starting with our fan, our fans. I thought our fans. You know, obviously it's homecoming, but you could have that every week if you had a good product, and we just don't. It's been freaking a decade of awful football, and, and um, I think our, I think our defense is way uh, is is way improved. They're giving us a chance to win. It's just a shame that this is this is. Offense is supposed to be our identity, and our coaching staff has not been able to find a formula that works. It's, it's 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 maddening, it's maddening that they have not figured out a way to cater to the talents of the guys on the field, figure out ways to gain yards in certain situations. I mean, we continue to really suck on third down um, and make really untimely mistakes that put us behind the chains. So, while I will say it was a pleasant surprise to enjoy four quarters of football at Canvas Stadium, because I, when's the last time we've enjoyed four quarters of football at Canvas Stadium? It's been it's been a shit show. It's been bad football. It's been we've been out of the games in the first quarter for all oh, this year, except for last week. It, we we haven't made a game of it. Beyond the first quarter all year and uh, we got to enjoy four quarters of football and have a chance to win the game um, I would like to see the replay on a couple of those that last drive that Utah State had I thought I mean it looked like we had a, these guys stacked up and um, the officials gave first downs they didn't even measure uh, I think they measured on the very final first down, but the second to last, they didn't even bring out the chains. They just marked it a first down, and it sure looked like the guy was short. maybe you know from where we were. But anyway, kudos to the defense. Kudos to the block uh, block punt. It really didn't amount to much anyway, which is really frustrating. But kudos to the crowd. Um, really it was a really exceptional day it's just really frustrating to see another loss because that game was there for the taking uh the season right now it's all all there is left for us is growth and momentum for next year I mean we really you needed I mean there was you know always as a fan you're always just trying to remain optimistic and look at the positives and and I, for one, you know, I'm always, uh, I'm always optimistic, and I thought, hey, you went and got the win in Nevada, beat Utah State at home, two and zero in conference. You got Hawaii, and you go three and zero next week. You never know. I mean, you never know. You'd be three and four. You'd be looking at an outside chance at a bowl. You'd be three and zero on the in the conference race. Like you start thinking, like, hey, maybe we're turning this thing around. Now you're not. Now you're one and five. Your your season's done. Your season's done. So that's what's frustrating. You know that the season's done at this point and all you're reduced to is can we please make some progress and build some momentum for 2023? And I'm sick of waiting till next year. I'm just so sick of it. I'm just getting old. You know, every year that we choke away is another year that I'm getting closer to dying and, not, and it's been it's been 20 years since we've seen seen a conference championship and we're so far away from it. It's just awful. But so I know that this coaching staff, I believe this coaching staff is the right staff. Jay Norvell is the right guy to lead this program. I think we've got some good pieces in this program, but, um, it sucks to be as far away as we are to competing for a conference championship. Really frustrating. Uh, other good thing was, um, Earlier in the day, went over to see the scrimmage at Moby. Really fun to see the basketball team back in action. I thought John Tanjay looks like a man possessed. Oh my gosh, the guy was great on offense, but more impressive was his defense. I mean, he was he was filthy. He was filthy. Just um, he was a shutdown down guard. <laughs> he just. Nobody could get by him. He had a couple steals, uh, but he, he is a, he's the guy that gives you some hope that we can survive in the absence of Isaiah Stevens. Tavy Jackson, I think, is going to be special here. He's showing some flashes today, uh, had a couple steals. I mean, he's got these long praying mantis arms and a uh, couple steals that he took and threw down these dunks that got the crowd going. He was great. Patrick Cartier, he is not going to be a David Ridey replacement, but I did think he was serviceable. Uh, I thought he did some good things. He's got some nice game, made a couple nice moves for some buckets. Um, Palmer, the D3 transfer, made a three-pointer. Uh, he may be like an eight-minute kind of game, eight, 8 minutes a game kind of guy, I think. Um... Jalen Lake had a, had some nice moments today. You're going to need a lot from him. Uh, James Moores had some really good moments today also. He's still, I mean, he's got some really nice moves in the paint uh, to score. Unfortunately, like we saw a lot last year, he just doesn't finish at the rim very well. I wish he would get better there. I mean, he he figures out a way to get to the rim and then somehow butchers a lot of his his uh his lay-ins but um Josiah Strong didn't see much from him in the scrimmage um granted I missed the first quarter so I don't know if he did anything there but he didn't do much at all in the final three quarters trying to think what else did I see um Baylor Hebb you know he and Tavy Jackson are according to Swole Cracker anyway or going to be the the two guys that are probably going to man the point split time at the point in Isaiah Stevens absence and he's gonna have to be better man he he did not uh he did not have a great day didn't do a whole lot didn't really take care of the ball which is you know I I I need I need a point guard that's not going to turn the ball over much I mean you're gonna have to replace a 37 minute a game superstar and uh I'm worried. I'm worried there. Taby Jackson gives me hope for the future. I think he is gonna be a good player. But I mean, shoot, you're gonna miss a lot with Isaiah out, and I feel like there's a lot of role players on this team and not enough super not enough stars that are gonna get you points. So we might see a rough non-conference season. But granted it was a eight Eight, uh, it was four eight-minute uh, quarters of, of scrimmage. So it's tough to take away a whole lot, but just in, in early impressions. Those are my early early impressions. So anyway, this was just completely raw takes. Could be completely off. I'm going to have to watch the game on DVR uh, when I get home. Maybe I'll feel differently about the football game, but uh, about some of the things I saw, but... We let one go. We we, we missed an opportunity there. Defense just played exceptional again. And uh, offense could not do much at all, which is just, it's beyond frustrating. So, thanks all for listening. And uh, everyone have a great weekend. We will talk to you all next week. Go Rams.